Welcome to UAB Techno, a podcast about all things technology at UAB. I'm MJ Moon. And I'm Carrie Bean. And we are your hosts from UAB IT. Carrie, it is December. MJ, we have finally made it almost to the end of 2020. I wasn't sure we were going to get here. We're going to survive this. Yes. Yeah. In this episode, we are talking about the technology resources that you have during the holidays. Ask IT, UAB's technology help desk, will be available online and by phone throughout the month. Aside from UAB's designated holidays, the Ask IT team will keep normal hours and will be ready to assist with any of your tech needs. You can find self-help articles or submit a ticket online at uab.edu slash techhelp. They are also available by phone at 205-996-5555. TechConnect, UAB's on-campus technology store, located in the Hill Student Center, will be closed November 26th through January 10th. But their online store is always available at uab.edu slash techconnect. The online store will feature Dell and Surface products with free shipping to home. If you have any questions, you can contact the team by emailing techconnect at uab.edu. If you are home for the holidays, we don't want Wi-Fi to keep you worrying. Earlier this year, the UABIT team created the free Wi-Fi map to help users locate secure Wi-Fi hotspots while they're learning or working from home. The map includes hotspots all over the Birmingham area as well as other major cities in Alabama. This map is available to UAB faculty, staff, and students as well as others in the community. You can access the map by visiting go.uab.edu slash free Wi-Fi, or you can find the free Wi-Fi tile in the UAB app or my UAB portal. GuideSafe, the exposure notification application, is helping UAB and Alabama fight COVID-19. Thanksgiving celebrations have passed, but it's time to plan for future holidays. It's crucial that you follow the recommended safety precautions of social distancing, limiting your group size, and mask wearing. We also suggest that you download GuideSafe. This will notify you if you have been around anyone that has tested positive for COVID-19. Carrie, do you have any updates about GuideSafe? We had some exciting news just before Thanksgiving. Uh, The GuideSafe app joined the national key server. And what that means is that all of the exposure notification apps across the country are joined through a national server that allows them to send exposure notifications to other apps. So if you have the GuideSafe app, but you're going home to, say, California, you would be able to still get notifications, exposure notifications, on your GuideSafe app from people that you've been around in California. And we'll link the article in the show notes that shows all of the different states that are taking part in the National Key Server. This was a really great way to expand the abilities of the GuideSafe app, especially as people are traveling for the holidays and now as students are going home for the Christmas break. And right now we are right at about 150,000 downloads of the GuideSafe app and almost 400 verified positive tests that have been verified by the Alabama Department of Public Health. Those are some pretty good numbers for us to be closing out the end of the year with. Yes. Having the app work on the national server is a pretty big deal, especially for people that are traveling during the holidays and I'm really glad that we were able to get that done before Thanksgiving break happened because I know I know we have a long break for our students and so when they return home you know wherever they were coming from it's good to know that the GuideSafe app was even keeping them safe while they were out of Alabama. Exactly and hopefully we encourage people who have the app 
to get their friends and family to download it as well. Um, although, you know, the recommendations still say that, you know, to keep social distancing and not gather in large groups. But if you are around family, it's really great if everybody has the app so that you can um, just have some more peace of mind. Yeah, absolutely. Many of you have received communications over the last few weeks about the changes that we're making with Box. We're making a transition away from that tool and moving into a new research storage tool and OneDrive and SharePoint, both of which the SharePoint and OneDrive are already available and a number of people on campus are already using them. But we understand that this is a big change in a year that has already been filled with a lot of changes and so we're trying to make this transition as easy as possible. We have about a year to make this transition so we're going to be working with the customers who have a high volume of files in box and making things easier for individual file storage to move over to OneDrive. You can go to our website at go.uab.edu box to take a look at a town hall that we had last month that just talks about a lot of the reasons that we're making the change and answers a number of questions. And we are constantly updating our website with FAQs to address all of the many questions that we know all of you have. We're trying to get those answers for you and also get tutorials and training out to you so that we can make this transition as easy as possible. And a couple um, episodes back in season one, me and Jessica were talking about um, the remote work resources as well as file storage options. And OneDrive was part of that conversation. And Jessica did a lot of digging into how OneDrive works for her. If you're interested in listening to that conversation, you can head back a couple episodes. We'll link it in the show notes that'll um, send you directly to that episode. But I'm excited to move over to OneDrive and see what kind of integration it has to offer, as well as how file sharing works. And, you know, I'm excited to see how it works in our team's channels. I think there's going to be a lot of opportunities for collaboration and stuff like that. So in the next couple episodes, we're going to keep checking in about Box, talk about what's updated there, and... Uh, Maybe even we'll answer some FAQs. Yeah, I think that sounds like a great idea. One of the advantages, I think, that for our entire campus we're going to see with OneDrive and SharePoint is that students already have access to OneDrive. They already have Microsoft accounts, so they have not had a Box account unless they happen to be a student employee. I think this is going to make collaboration among students and faculty much easier. And that's a great point because then that, that comes opportunities for teachers and students to really get into using OneNote and things like that. I've heard really great things about the collaboration opportunities there as well. We're moving away from something, but I think we're, we're heading towards something better. So head to the website if you'd like to see more FAQs and um, look for new resources as well. Last month, we shared tutorials on how to make your final project stand out in a crowd when you're using Adobe Creative Cloud. This month, we will be talking about resume and portfolio rebranding. So I recently found out that students at UAB have access to their Adobe accounts for six months after their graduation date. And this makes free Adobe CC at UAB even sweeter for our students because I think it gives them time to use this tool while they're planning their next steps. And as a person who graduated recently, and I can't really say that for much longer, but that having that like extra time to really wrap up stuff in your free programs is really great to have. 
That is great to have. And if you're looking to revamp your resume or portfolio, follow us on Instagram and Twitter for tutorials throughout the month. We'll drop our social links in the show notes. If you don't have access to a computer and need a laptop to complete your academic coursework, UAVIT and Student Conduct and Outreach are here to help. With CARES funding, we've been able to partner with UAB Student Conduct and Outreach to create the Loaner Laptop Program, which allows students to use a university-provided laptop for the entire duration of their enrollment at UAB for free. Students can find the Loaner Laptop Program application in BlazerNet, and for any questions, you can email studentoutreach at uab.edu. It would not be the holiday season without the gift of giving. UABIT is hosting the 27th annual UAB Toy Drive, benefiting the U.S. Marines Toys for Tots. Each year, we put out boxes across campus to collect toys for children in the Birmingham area. Since most of us aren't on campus this year, we set up an Amazon and Target registry to make donating gifts a little easier. All gifts should be delivered by December 9th. For more information, you can visit go.uab.edu slash toy drive. UABIT has sponsored the toy drive for a number of years, and it is one of my favorite things that we do every single year. So as we were looking to set it up again this year, we were worried that we wouldn't have as many donations as we usually have because people aren't on campus. And while we do have our boxes out there, we're excited about these online registries because it's going to make it easier for people to donate and we really can't wait to see the response that we get. Our campus is so generous every year. Yeah, this is my third holiday season with UABIT and doing the toy drive. Last year, I got to dress up as a penguin to take pictures as we did um, drive by Santa, which is also part of our tradition. I'm really glad that we were able to find a new outlet for people to donate, and I think that it will be a great resource to use in the years to come as well. It was fun to get to sit down and just kind of go shopping, setting up these registries, and we've already had over 50 purchases that is going directly to our pickup location, which is going to make things easier for the employees and staff that that typically donate these toys. So we're really grateful to get to continue this tradition, even though we're all remote working still. And be on the lookout on our social media accounts because Santa's going to make a few appearances ahead of the pickup day. With online purchasing, it's important to be cautious where you're submitting your credit card information. Credit and debit card numbers can be stolen from unsecured websites or can be obtained in an identity theft scheme. We have a couple tips on ways that you can protect your information from falling into the wrong hands. The first tip is simple. Don't give out your credit card number online unless the site is secure and reputable. Sometimes a tiny icon of a padlock appears to symbolize a higher level of security to transmit data. This icon is not a guarantee of a secure site, but it does provide some reassurance. You should also do your homework on the individual or company to ensure that they are legitimate. Sometimes you can find the perfect gift in a Facebook ad, but you shouldn't jump straight to the shopping cart before you check the site's legitimacy. You should be able to locate contact information, including a phone number, address, any social media. These things will help you verify the company or person's legitimacy. Finally, the FBI recommends purchasing items online using your credit card because you can often dispute the charges if something goes wrong. You can find more security-related resources and information at uab.edu slash infosec. I did not know they recommended purchasing things on your credit card. I thought that was very interesting. But I guess it makes sense because you would use your debit card for a lot of practical things, and that's a number that you don't want to get into people's hands. Exactly. 
and I don't even have a debit card anymore, but I was always worried about putting like a debit card. You don't have a debit card? Mm -mm. Do you only use a credit card or you just use cash? Yeah. I only use a credit card. I don't have a debit card. I don't even have an ATM card. I can't even go get cash. Did you like lose it? It wasn't intentional. I think I lost my ATM card or debit card at some point and I called and had it canceled, but I didn't order a new one. And like, especially right now, I'm not using cash because I don't want to touch people. Well, apparently you're doing something right by using your credit card for online purchases. For socials this month, we are talking about what you should stay away from posting during the holidays. I recently read that the modern day Grinch is a person that will use your social posts to steal information or your personal items. So Carrie, what is top of the list of things to avoid posting during the holidays? Even though most of our traveling is limited right now, some people are in quarantine in a different location through the holidays. It is important that you limit the amount of information that you share on your social profiles about being away from home. Your posts could get into the wrong hands and lead to your packages or your mail being stolen, and even in a worst case scenario, a home break-in. You should also try to avoid uploading photo galleries of all the new presents that you receive. It's better to share these privately to avoid any online documentation of all the things in your home that could be vulnerable during a break-in. And finally, be wary of online scams posing as charities or gift exchanges. Many of the same tips from our security section of this episode can apply to this topic. You should check the legitimacy of the organization or individual before sending them a gift or your personal information. Obviously, this does not include the UAB Toy Drive. We are definitely a legitimate organization. Well, and that's part of why we went through the common sites of Amazon or Target rather than setting up something else. We knew that going through those avenues would be a safe and secure way to have presents delivered to campus. UAB Techno is produced by UABIT's communications and marketing team with Carrie Bean and MJ Moon. Music is by Kevin McLeod. Is that a plunger?